0: Welcome to Teacherpreneurs Raise Your Hand, episode 43 Nine Tips to Working from Home. So, today, as we continue during this social distancing and quarantine time, I thought it would be a good idea to talk about some tips that I think are really important and necessary if you are working from home. Hope you stick around. Welcome to Teacherpreneurs Raise Your Hand, where bold teachers rise up and transform into successful teacherpreneurs who are destined for greatness. What exactly is a teacherpreneur, you might ask? Well, Webster's Dictionary defines the term as, um, okay, it's not yet a word in the dictionary, but hear you me, it will be one day. In a nutshell, a teacherpreneur is both a teacher and a business person, and we're here to help you be better at both. So without further ado, from One Tired Teacher and Trina Debery Teaching and Learning, here's your host, Trina Debery. So, we are still <clears throat> in that time where we are laying low and staying inside a lot and it's it's become a lot more and I know it can be so so hard to to kind of function from that one place I think there's some there's definitely some benefits i I love seeing families together and kind of having to slow down a bit. I don't really feel like like it's slowing down so much for teacherpreneurs who are also still at a school. I think that it, it probably is extremely overwhelming. In fact, I know for myself, I feel overwhelmed. It's a lot to keep up with. I'm trying to run my business. I'm trying to offer content and value and information for my teachers. And for you all. And then I'm also, you know, doing my job online for seven and a half hours a day. And it's, it's tiring, I get really tired, like my hips start hurting, my back starts hurting, I've, just, it's like, it's way too much sitting, which is one of the things that I was looking forward to about going back into a school was actually moving around and like getting up. And that, um, you know, now here, here I am again. So and it's hard. It's hard to balance all of that. So I thought today would be a good day to talk about some tips for, for working from home, especially if you don't currently work at home, you're not doing your business. <clears throat> Excuse me, I still have that little annoying cough. If you're not doing your business from, you know, at home full time, you are still in a classroom or at a school, and you are doing that on the side. Some of these things are really like huge eye openers when you move to the on, you know, remote learning or remote working atmosphere. And it's, it's, it's things that like, it took me at least six months to figure out if not a year to like totally get into a groove of a schedule, so that I didn't like, go crazy. So I thought it might be helpful to kind of go over some of the tips that I have collected along the way. And some people have recommended that, you know, do work remotely all the time. So let's talk about it. So the first tip that I have is to maintain a regular a regular schedule, uh, you know, have regular hours. So make sure that you set a schedule and you really stick to it. I think this is where I, I blew it. I'm going to be honest, where I blew it when I first was working from home. I didn't have like an exact time period. I kind of like went, you know, got up when I was ready and like got re- get going when I felt like it. And if I didn't feel like then, then I'd work later on in the afternoons into the evening, maybe into the night. And I just really think it's important to have a beginning time and ending time and especially an ending time which I will get to that tip in a second but I just I think it's really important to set a schedule and and to really have some clear guidelines to when you're going to work and when you're going to call it a day and like what specifically will you be working on do you have to work for that first part of your day for the seven and a half hours like I know at my school we have to be available from eight to three forty five and there's no wiggle room Which I do think is kind of crazy because I'm like offering technical support basically to teachers and I'm like, well, they might need me beyond that and they might need me over the weekend. Like what if I traded some time? But you know how school districts are not very flexible when it comes to things like that. So I'm going to keep that to myself. But um, if you do have those first seven seven half, half hours dedicated to your, you know, job that you normally go to, now you have to do that heat, you know, home, then you need to have that set. And then you need to have your set time that you're going to work on your business and really, really stick to it. I... Um, I made a goal this weekend that I was going to be finished on Saturday and Sunday by two o'clock. I wasn't going to work any later than that. And then I was going to actually do something that had nothing to do with education. So I built a console table following Shanty to Shanty to Chic. I love them. Following their plans, their free plans. And I'm really, you know, it didn't turn out as good as I thought it was going to, unfortunately, because my wood was a little bowed in the center. It almost looks like I did that on purpose, but I didn't do it on purpose. So it would be different if I kind of wanted it like that, but I didn't necessarily want it that way. But I, um, it's still like building is using a different part of your brain and it completely relaxed me. And I'm like, okay, I need it. I needed that. And I, I made sure I stuck to my schedule. All right. So that is tip number one, sticking to a schedule. It's a really big, it's a, it's very important. It can help you be more productive. The second tip is to create a morning routine that, that kind of that signals like a transition to like your working mode. For me, I wake up, I do the same thing every single day. I wake up, I go downstairs, I have my almond butter toast on gluten-free bread and I watch some kind of show that's on HGTV usually and, um... And I, I calmly eat that and I have my morning tea, I take all my vitamins. And as soon as I'm finished with my tea, then I start to know, okay, I'm getting ready to gear up into work mode. So then I go upstairs and I, you know, I get dressed, I get get dressed. I think that is another huge thing, like get dressed. Because if you don't get dressed, you kind of feel like you are still like working in your pajamas and you're just kind of you don't have to get dressed up like you can put on yoga clothes or sweatpants and um and totally do that but I get dressed I brush my teeth like I you know get a, I get dressed and I make my bed that's another huge one I make my bed that totally signals my brain that I am no longer at home I am now moving towards my office and getting ready to start working in my office so that is like it tells me that I'm ready to begin work. I think it's important to have your morning routine your morning ritual and kind of letting your brain know what's getting ready to come next. All right, the n- tip number 3 which is to have a dedicated space. Now for me, I don't I have a pretty small townhouse that ha- that has three bedrooms, one for my daughter who is 20 who will be leaving home soon. And um, one for my son who is 15 but he spends the majority of his time in the last six months he spent his majority of his time at his dad's because he's that age where you know they're trying to relate to the male and I don't know what else to say about that because that's hard for me like I miss him so so much Um, but he does have his room and I you know hesitate to like take it over it because I want it. I always want him to feel like he has a place to come back to and he has a place to come home to and he can come home whenever he wants. So like that's difficult. But my office is in my bedroom. So that's hard too, because I'm like, okay, I'm gonna have two. not even teenager anymore. My daughter just turned 20. Oh my goodness. On Friday. So that was crazy. Um, so I'm like, you know, I had two teenagers and now like everyone's going to be gone. And I'm like, am I going to continue to work in my bedroom? (laughs) Or am I going to actually take some space for myself so I can have a dedicated space? Because I think a dedicated space really makes a difference. When you're working in your bedroom, you have to do a lot of routines to make sure that you don't don't get confused. And if you have issues with sleeping, like if you have any insomnia at all, it's very bad for you to work in your sleeping space. So it's something that, it's like a mental thing and it, and it definitely makes a difference. So if you can't have a dedicated space, you know, maybe the coffee table or the, um, I'm sorry, the dining room table or whatever is your dedicated space. You wanna have a dedicated space so that you can leave your things behind when the day is over. So that's, it's important to have to have that dedicated space. All right, tip number four is to set ground rules with the people in your space. This is huge. Like, I definitely messed this up too. This is another thing I messed up. Um, So hopefully you'll learn from my mistakes. But I didn't, you know, they knew I was working from home, but people didn't really, they didn't listen. Like, my son because that's when he was, you know, he, he was here all the time. He would come in in the middle of me recording a podcast, or I was on a zoom call, or I was right in the middle of really focusing on some content. And he would just whip open the door because he's a very, like, he's a really physical kid. So he like, makes a lot of noise and makes a lot of mess. And so he whips open the door and I'm like, Jackson. So he, you know, he knew I was home. He's like, Can you come pick me up from the bus stop? Can you do this and that? And it was like, yes. And I didn't want to say no, I never wanted to say no to any time that I could spend with him, especially as he started to become a teenager. So I, you know, I let the work home bound like line border, boundary, blur. So it's really, really, you don't want to do that because it makes it difficult. It's nice to be home, obviously, but you want to have some ground rules. You know, when can somebody interrupt you? When can kids interrupt you? And if you are home and you are teaching online and you're trying to do your business online and you are teaching your own children because they are online learning, then it's a lot It's so much. So you're definitely going to want to have a schedule and you're definitely going to want to have some ground rules with your family and your kids because you are going to feel pulled in 25 different directions and you want to try to avoid that right off the bat, like setting it up right away. So I think in the future, when I get back to working full time from from home, which I don't know if I'll ever go back to working full time for home, because it's again, it's just a lot of sitting for me, like I need to be around people, and I need to be up and I need to be active. And so, but the more I spend doing it, let's just say the more I spend doing it, I would definitely have office hours, and I would not answer the phone during that time. I cannot commit to going and picking something up for my mom or something like that like you need to have set ground rules with people all right tip number five schedule breaks and take them and see that might be part of what you do with your ground rules like during my break you know during my break at this time to this time mommy's available or you know during my break you're going to like do five or ten minutes of exercise like you're going to do like 100 jumping jacks and some sit-ups and some push-ups something to get your body moving so you definitely want to make sure you schedule your breaks and you definitely want to make sure you take them and that you make yourself take them that's another problem that I tend to have like I'm like no I'm right in the middle of this if I just keep going for a few more minutes I'll I'll, I'll be done I'll just got to keep going and that is like you not like being able to believe yourself. I remember when I heard someone say that and I was like, what? And they said how important it was to like set those times for yourself and then stick to them because if not, it was like you were not honoring your own word. And I thought, wow, that's pretty pretty powerful for me it's really powerful for me because I'm like I have to be able to count on myself and depend on myself I think we all do and so I needed to make sure that when I said I was going to be done at this time I need to be done at this time and if I'm not finished then I know exactly where I need to start off and I have to write myself notes and say you know like I was pinning the other day I was creating new pens and I had finished them in Canva and they were on my in a folder on my desktop and I was ready to upload them and I the time right now and I'm like nope I know I want to finish these. I know I want to put, add these, you know, 10 or 15 new pens. And I'm like, no. So I wrote myself a note in, you know, in the middle of pinning, putting them on Pinterest you know, that's what's next, basically. So I knew exactly what to do when when I came back, So I don't want to waste any time when I'm coming back from my break, or my time off or whatever, I don't want to waste any time trying to re remember where I was in my mind. And, um, and so I take some, you know, pretty good notes about that so that I can definitely take my breaks. So that's, that's an important tip. All right, tip number six, Leave home on occasion. Now, I know we are self-quarantining and we're keeping social distance, but still taking a walk around the block. And I live in Florida and it is hot people like we're about to hit record temperature for this time of year like we're go- we're going up to 90 we are getting a little cold front on Wednesday thank goodness because like I've been trying to continue exercising and like working out in the garage and running in 88 degrees with the humidity is it's brutal and I used to do hot yoga for a really long time and I'm like why is this so awful I feel like I'm gonna die and um, you know, and because I was so sick for so long, I still like my lungs don't feel like they were as strong as they used to be, and and if you do happen to get sick and or you do get corona, the coronavirus, like one of the things they say is that the scar tissue in your lungs is the worst thing, so it's really important to keep exercising and really working your lungs and your heart so that you don't build up scar tissue. I know we say that in yoga. And you know, it's like doing these postures is help break down scar tissue so you don't have those injuries, those old injuries that bother you. And so, breaking down scar tissue is really critical. So, leave home. Tip number six make sure you leave home, get out of the house for a little bit. Tip number seven schedule time to interact with people. I think this is really important too. And I for sure, blew this one as well. Like, I think that I needed to do more Zoom calls with people. I met so many great people through the podcast and through the virtual learning party for Teacherpreneur group, and actually doing that conference last summer. And I've met so many really, really special and amazing people in the TPT world. And I wish that I had done a better job like maybe cultivating those friendships and spending maybe some face-to-face time with people. I think that would have helped with the loneliness that I tended to feel. So make sure that you are you're interacting with people, whether it's people in your house or family through FaceTime or Zoom or whatever you're using. It's important for you to be talking with ad- other adults too and not and maybe not just kids, but adults as well. All right, tip number 8. I think it's I think we're on to 8. Looking look for learning opportunities. This is a such a great time for us to actually get some learning in and really like take in all the things that we feel like we never have time to do. Now, if you have all those things, like you're teaching your kids online and you're teaching online and you're doing your business online, then you may not feel like you have some extra time, but you are saving on your commute. So, you know, think about that most likely and just think about you know how some of the things that you maybe wanted to know more about and you can get resources on I love audible it's like one of my favorite things an audio book and I actually pay for it for monthly per monthly so that I can get a new book every single month and I've listened to some really great books so audible is really good podcasts I love to listen to podcasts and I've been doing that a lot I've been reading a lot more um, courses things that you're interested in and if by chance, I have to throw this in there, if by chance you are thinking about podcasting because you think it would be such a great way to connect with your audience right now, especially when people are away, you know, they're all isolated and it's nice to hear their voice, then or you think it would be a great idea to create a podcast, even for kids? Like, if you're ready for some for podcasting in your business, in your life, and you are looking for a step by step process from pre planning all the way through editing and and um, production and post-editing and all the way to the launch, then I hope that you will consider joining me Podcasting Academy for Teacherpreneurs. It's currently $75 off, which actually is a total savings of $122 for the full price. And that is going to be on sale if the price goes back to its regular point after Good Friday. So April 10th is the deadline for that. So I hope that you will join me. I had some new people that joined and I'm excited to, to, you know, go through this process with them. So that's just something to think about, but there's plenty of things out there for you to learn. So hopefully you look for some learning opportunities. And then tip number nine, end your day with a routine. Uh, I think that is really crucial like you need to signal your to your brain that you are finished that you are finished with the process that you are done with work what whichever type of work it is whether it's you know okay now I'm done with school and it's going to end at three forty-five and I'm not going to go any further I'm going to my last five minutes of the day I'm going to check email make a to-do list for tomorrow and then that's it and or and I'm logging out of everything that has to do with school and then I'm moving into a couple of hours working on my business and I do that and I go okay my last five minutes of that time is when I write down what I need to do for the next day and then I shut down my computer like it's off it's done I'm not going to open it up again not even if I want to search for baskets to go under my new console table like (laughs) I'm going to have I cannot use my computer it Needs to be turned off or I have like a cleaning ritual where I make everything all tidy in my office and I you know I close my blinds and shut my my curtains and I'm like okay my office is now closed I push my chair in that signals to me that work is over and it tells my brain and it's like things like physical things like that or small little you know little m- movements in that way that helps help me know that I'm done and it needs to be over. So, I hope those tips help. I hope they help you get through the work at home phase and whether you work at home all the time. Maybe something resonated with you because you're struggling with that. Hopefully, it did. If you want to share a tip that you have from working from home, then I'd love to hear about that. I will post this in the virtual learning party for teacherpreneur group and you can share, add on to it and tell me a tip for staying, you know, from working from home right on that thread. I would love to hear from you. I hope that you will do that or even in the comments. (sighs) Well, we've gotten through another week. Let's just keep hanging in there and staying healthy. And remember, teacherpreneurs, I am proud to stand among you. And if you're feeling it, I'd love for you to rate, review, and subscribe to the show so you don't miss a thing. You can also catch me on Facebook at Teacherpreneurs Raise Your Hand, or on my website, Trina Debery Teaching and Learning, Teacherpreneurs Raise Your Hand. I'll catch you next time. Bye for now.